from WLPPLP in Palinville, New York, this is Worlds of Adventure, WLPP's weekly improv drama series where nothing is scripted and the cast makes up the story as we record it in one take. This program is a work of fiction. Any resemblance between the characters and situations depicted on Worlds of Adventure and any persons living or dead is purely coincidental. This is episode 106 of Worlds of Adventure, Reckoning, part two. In part one, Special Agent Kate Wilma of the FBI was finally able to communicate with her superior, Assistant Special Agent in Charge Barney Barney, about the experiences she had on top of the mountains involving purple lights and strange purple people. Barney reprimanded Kate's partner, Special Agent Denver Winkle, over his profligate spending habits and revoked Denver's spending privileges. Hudson County Sheriff Bonnie Heinzelman encountered Tiffany Wanger, the girlfriend of slain football quarterback Aaron Benjamin, and learned of a missing persons case, that of Tiffany's friend Jenny. Kate visited the First Church of the Goddess in Lower Clove, where High Priestess Denise Wilson taught her introductory trance work in an attempt to help recover her memories. And now, part two. Barney. It's Bonnie. Hi, Bonnie. I know you might not want to hear from me, but my officers have discovered another missing person. I see. Uh, Is she related to the cases already as well, you think? I believe so. Her name is Jenny Walsh. All right. Jenny Walsh. She's connected to Aaron, Aaron Benjamin, the football player. I've questioned a few of the we've we've questioned a couple of the um of the friends. Just thought that was that was really important for you to know. Do you think she's in any trouble or danger? The missing re- persons report was fired filed 2 days ago and we haven't heard from her. Normally in this town when the missing persons report gets filed, we find them pretty quickly. It's usually just a a matter of misunderstanding. I've got a bad feeling about this. I'm afraid I have to agree with you. Do you think it'd be time to start adding a curfew to the town? For sure. I definitely can put my officers on enforcing a curfew and other measures like that. You'll have our support on this. I can also, we can also post extra officers in the schools. All right, we can do that. What else do you... Well, I think perhaps maybe your people might want to see if you can get some of the records... Or the texts from uh, Tiffany and her uh, friends Mike Beatty and Sabrina. All right, just forward that information over to me. That may have been the last conversation that she had. Forward that information over to me. I'll get the tech guys on it. Okay. And uh, I'll send you whatever news I find, all right? All right. And Barney, I'm sorry about how this has gone down. I hope we can uh, refocus on... The real problem, which is solving these murders. Well, right now we're we're the ones getting quite a lot of attention, so we're what we do is going to be quite obvious. A large response is perfect for the situation. 
Well, let's just hope we can get some people home, okay? Okay. reporting live from Katzberg Hospital where FBI Special Agent Denver Winkle has called a press conference. We go live now to Agent Winkle. Now, I understand you may have a lot of questions for me, and I am prepared to answer at least three of them. Uh, yes, you in the front. Jonas Salzberg from the Woodstock Daily Worker. I understand that, that there's a man in the, in the hospital who was mistreated in FBI custody. Can you comment on what you were doing to him and how he was injured? The gentleman in question is a suspect in an ongoing investigation. Uh, he was treated as a suspect and was in interrogation. His stroke, as well as the interrogation, were not related yet. Uh, the the two the two incidences were unrelated. He's an eighty year old man. Strokes happen. Next, Daniel Jefferson, Cuthbert Radio News. Would you? Oh, I listened to you guys on the way in. Great stuff. So, does this mean that you have the perpetrator in custody of the recent killings of uh-huh. Judge Laws and and of young Mr. Benjamin? As as I said, uh, we have uh, a suspect. We have another a, a number of suspects. And uh, we are following all of those leads. Joanna Wilkins, I understand that there's a lawsuit being filed against you and a civil rights complaint with uh, the Department of Justice. Can you comment on why you and the department are being sued? The um, the, the gentleman uh, in the hospital, uh, his family has deemed that we acted without cause and they have decided to... Uh, act accordingly within their right, uh, within the law, to uh, to bring up a case that I'm confident, as well as my uh, superior officers are confident, that it will be handled accordingly. Yes, this is Denise Wilson from Lower Clove Community Radio. Um, Mr. Heinzelman has been one of our biggest supporters since we went on the air, and we're we're wondering why you're convinced that he's a murderer. Uh, as I've said several times, he's a suspect in an ongoing investigation uh, within his community. Uh, I'm very well versed with Mr. Heinzelman. Uh, he's a very close personal friend, and uh, he will be treated as such. Joanna Wilkins again with a follow-up. Can you comment on what effect this arrest and the ensuing lawsuit are having in your bureau's relations with local law enforcement in the murder investigation? I'm afraid I can't comment on that. Uh, yeah, uh, young lady in the in the very, very back on the left. 
It's unusual for the FBI to become involved in uh, one or even two murder investigations in a small town like this. Why is the Bureau here, and what was it that, that drew FBI attention about this case? Uh, well, if you have been paying attention to the local news, the national news, uh, this is a, an issue that's uh, taken an entirely new form, and uh, the FBI has, has asked me to, um, to address it directly. Uh, that would be an excellent question for my uh, superior officer, um, and uh, I will be uh, handing out that information uh, at the end of the press conference. Jamie Hammersmith, United Radio News. Is there a connection to terrorist activity with this case? Should we be concerned about terrorists in our midst? This is America. We should always be worried about terrorists. That's nothing new. That won't change ever again. Uh, Yeah, you in the front. Do you feel that you're in the process of wrapping up this case? I feel fairly confident that uh, the core uh, suspects that we have are leading to a positive result, and we should be out of uh, this town, I would say, within the next six to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks. Joanna Wilkins, again, with a suspect in custody already, what do you think is going to take you another eight weeks here in Hudson County? You have heard he has a stroke, right? People that have strokes don't tend to respond well to uh, further questioning. Now, did he act alone or did he have accomplices? I have no comment. Uh, as I said, we're trying to allow the public to know that uh, we're not actively trying to injure elderly people. We're not trying to uh, create problems within small towns just for the sake of creating problems in small towns. We're not the boogeymen that uh, you may think we are. We're the FBI. We're trying to do uh, good work to try and solve problems. Uh, crimes that affect the public, affect you as newspeople, uh, and that's all I have to say. Thank you. Have a good night. And there you have it, folks. I'm Joanna Wilkins reporting. Bon, bon. Oh, it's you. Oh, thank God it's you. I, I, oh, mm, where, where am I? You're still in the hospital. The hospital. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, did, uh, how, how did I get out of jail then? Oh, you've had a stroke, Dad. Oh, no. Oh, no. It, I... Oh, damn those people. What did, what did they want? Why did they, why did they think it was me? I don't know. Uh, the only, the only, the only evidence or the only thing that they have you connected that I know of is that you were one of the last people to see the judge. But why would I kill Ken? 
It doesn't make any sense. <sighs> Poor Ken. He was one of the only ones who knew. Who knew? What did he know? It was something he knew that I knew. And it just won't come to me. I. If. Oh, that's it. It was. It. Was. It. I. It. Um. I. Um, it's okay, Dad. No, no, but, it's all right. But Bon, but Bon, um, it's okay, Dad. Just uh, keep calm. Pen, um, Pen, Pen, um, Pen. Oh, oh here I'm you go. Here's a pen. Here's a pen. Does that help? Uh, Bon Bon. It's okay. It's all right, Dad. It's okay. You'll remember. And even if you don't, we'll figure it out. And do you think... Do you think that they... Dad, be real with me. Do you think that they went after Ken for what he knows? I'm sure of it. is episode 106 of Worlds of Adventure, Reckoning Part 2, from WLPPLP in Palinville, New York. It's uh, Barney. How you doing? Oh, oh, hi, hi. I'm, I'm glad glad you called back. Uh, you sound much better today. Yes, I, I, I've, um, I'm definitely. Um, yes, I, I feel much better now. Excellent. Are you able to go? Do you think you're ready to get back on duty? Um, I think so. I, I have. Um, I'm not sure how much uh, faith uh, Denver has in me, but, um, but I, I think I could go back on duty. Well, I don't know if you've been noticed notice this but uh denver's been all over the the channels uh he's been on tv he's been he's he's bringing reporters to his office uh it does see he has been kind of i i have to say um i, I might say that um his um tv address was a little worrying um well right now there's a lot of things going on happening uh we hate Denver is trending on Twitter. We, <laughs> we need to put a. We need to. We need to end this right now. But what? What? What should? What can I do? I. I really think we should go out and start arresting people for all the murders that are happening out there. What? 
But I mean, do, on 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 what what charge should, um would there what charge would on what charges? Uh, mostly murder, but after that there'd be uh, possible kidnapping, uh, getting lost in the woods, playing purple lights on the forest too late. Maybe they're having some kind of silent rave or or whatever. But we we just need to get some action out there. I need you. I need you back on force. Um. Respectfully, sir, though, I mean, it was, you saw what happened with Mr. Uh, Henselman, it was, and it was disastrous, he had a stroke, he he didn't know, like, wh- he didn't know why he was being, um, charged to be okay. honest, I'm not sure, I'm, I mean, we're, do we have evidence? Well, f- from now on in, when we bring in our 80-year-old su- suspects, we are not going to, uh, <laughs> Well, let's just try to arrest someone who's under 80, and then maybe work with uh, some other things. Anyways, I've got a new list of uh, possible, well, not necessarily suspects, but some other individuals for you to to t- speak to. They're all a bunch of high school kids. Uh, I'm just going to send that information to you right now. Okay. Um, let's see here. Okay, I've just forwarded you the information. Um... Respectfully, I'm a little worried about the turn this is taking. Um, um, the people were were it seemed it seemed um, the people didn't respond very well to what happened to um, that. I think people might not um, take it well if we just start arresting their, uh, people unless we have an absolutely firm link. Oh, I I have I have to agree with you. But uh, right now we're we're our leads are starting to dry up, and quite frankly, we need we need feet on the ground. And if you can, uh, if you could find out some more information, maybe see if these if these kids were out partying in the woods, maybe we could find out which uh, location they were staying at, and maybe there's something happening there. I've got a feeling, but. Uh, I just hope it's not true. Surely I should just bring them in for questioning and not not specifically arrest them. I guess you could do that. Thank you. glad you could make some time for me, Denise. Well, of, of course, Sheriff, um, either as the high priestess of the temple or as the general manager of the community radio station, uh, you're an important relationship to us either way. 
I wanted to have a talk with you. Maybe something a bit off the record. And, but it might help the investigation and it might help my father. What's, what's going on? I mean, I've, those, those feds, I, I can't believe what they did to your father. I mean, how is he not getting, uh, uh, especially that, uh, um, the, the one who hauled him, I was there for that little farce of a press conference he put on. I know. What does he think he's on about? I mean, uh, how is he not getting his ass suited to oblivion I'm, by now? And, and I'm trying, I, look, 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 I'm trying to not, I'm trying to sort of keep a head around, keep my head about this. And not feed the, not feed the negative press about it. Um, I'm really angry about what happened, but I'm also seeing how important it is to get to the bottom of this because things seem to be getting worse. Well, getting to the bottom of things is a sheriff's job, isn't it? It's true. But all the things that I've been thinking about and all the things I've been feeling lately tells me that my gut tells me that there's something more going on here. And I've got some really strange information and I'm hoping that you or, you or your people might have some skills that might help. What, what kind of strange information? I'm wondering if there might be some sort of, and I know this sounds strange coming from me, but I'm wondering if there might be some sort of strange sort of weird energy going on or um, possibly some sort of person who is capable of an act like a hypnotism. Maybe someone who knows how to hypnotize people or give them a hypnotic suggestion. I say this because, and I'm wondering if anyone in your group knows anything about this kind of thing, because the topic of, and the symbolism of this feathered pen keeps coming up in dreams. It keeps coming up in phrases that my father is saying when he's trying to recall information. And I heard one of the FBI agents mention a feathered pen repeatedly. And I'm wondering if there might be some sort of hypnotic suggestion buried there that's preventing this investigation from going forward, that someone is maybe concealing something within a symbol. What you call hypnotic suggestion is a modern attempt to explain away some, some rather deep magic that's as old as these hills. I'm sure you must know, or you must have heard, at least from, from local legend, these hills are full of spirits, powerful spirits, spirits that have shaped the course of generations of local inhabitants ever since, even before Europeans came to the Catskills, since before there was a Catsburg or a Lower Clove or a, or a Tanner's Falls. I know that, and deep down... A part of me believes it. However, because I'm working within the constraints of the law, I have to have something that we can measure. I have to have something that we can hold on to. Magic isn't always about measurements, and a lot of the biggest magic confounds measurements. 
particularly the magic around the the symbols of the bird quill. There's a limit to how much I can say. It's something that needs to be experienced inside you. Hmm. The law and Western science and society and the way that our civilization is built around is all about the external, the separate, the objectified, the the measured. And that's not how the world actually works. To get to the bottom of this, you're going to have to connect with the the internal, the subjective, the the subject, you, your perception and reconnection with the truth of the world around you and especially here in 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 this place do you understand me i do on on a level but the problem is is that we are having people disappearing and dying and it takes something physical it takes something here in this world or at least that can impact this world to make someone go from a state of living to a state of being dead. The only thing that I am concerned with is getting to the bottom of why are these people dying and where are they going if they're disappearing or disappearing before they die. And I just know that in my gut that there there are people who know things but cannot or are being compelled or there's some sort of hoodoo that's getting in the way of them being able to communicate. So I would ask you this. Ask yourself this question. What have we done to the earth that would make something like this happen? Who have we done it to? And why would they be angry? That's a lot to think about. But it doesn't help me get to the bottom of this. Do you know anyone in maybe your crystals and spell Rolodex that might be able to help people like the the agent I know or my father connect to those memories that they cannot remember? Oh, memory charms. Memory charms. We do some of that here or there's someone down in Woodstock I can I can point you at either way. That would be really helpful. Who is the per- the person who whose memories need to be recovered? I think my father knows more than he than he's te- than he's able to communicate right now. Well, we'll send we'll send him some energy to get him out of that hospital faster. And when he does, you bring him here. Okay. Thank you. In episode 106 of Worlds of Adventure, Reckoning, Parts 1 and 2. Denver was played by Ben Feldman. Kate was played by Amanda Yilmaz. Bonnie was played by Rachel Young. And Barney was played by Eugene Fong. Susan Davis was the game moderator and played all of the other parts. Worlds of Adventure is a production of WLPP, LP, Palinville, New York, and is copyright 2016, WLPP, LP. Worlds of Adventure is licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 4.0 license. 
please see creativecommons.org for details. You can find the rest of the credits for this episode at worldsofadventure.org slash credits. Join us again next Monday night at 8 as the mystery deepens on Worlds of Adventure.